Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Radio. This is episode 132 of NASCAR Radio, where trading cards and racing meet. I'm your pal Val. With me is the man, the myth, the legend, PSA and White Castle Hall of Famer, Logan. Logan, how are you tonight, today? I'm dreaming, or should I say California dreaming, that is. <laughs> yep, the West Coast Swing. I want to thank our sponsor, Panini America. As usual, and, and especially some shout outs here to Justin Williams, Kyle Katz, Gid Marks, Race Dude, Tim Mozzie, and Beansball Car- Beans Card Blog for the YouTube say, comments. Say that fast 10 times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we read them, so please leave them. Also, want to thank everybody that is listening on the pod- podcast. Appreciate that. Special shout out to folks out in New South Wales, Australia, also in Hessen, Germany, Ontario, Canada, folks in Singapore, Spain, Poland, New Zealand. We appreciate everybody listening to the show. Yeah, you know, you know, that made me think about that ZZ Top song. Yeah, we're bad. We're nationwide. Actually, we're bad. We're worldwide. (laughs) <laughs> it, yeah internationally known yeah so but yeah we can't tell you how much we appreciate it of course the folks in the u.s mm-hmm. south carolina and, and new york leading uh, the group there with iowa and georgia and north carolina california illinois texas pennsylvania rhode island we see you florida tennessee arizona delaware Maine, Oklahoma, Wisconsin, Kansas, Massachusetts, Missouri, Nebraska, and least but not, I guess last but not least, but New Jersey, and then, oh no, Ohio as well. I'm sorry, Alabama, Michigan, I got to keep on going, Virginia, (laughs) Indiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Mexico, Oregon, Washington, and I don't know who it is, U.S. others, but uh, not all 50 states yet, but we got goals. Yeah, you you know what, you sound like Johnny Cash. Do I? Thank you. Thank you very much. I, I've been everywhere, man. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I we, we love NASCAR, trading cars. We love racing in general, F1, IndyCar. So, you know, not a lot of op- options in the world, but uh, we've been here. We're almost actually, I don't, haven't really said it much, but I think we're coming up on like four years now. So still going strong. Of course, that's, a th- you know, thank everybody for uh, listening and downloading and watching the show now on YouTube. So. Please like, subscribe. Uh, we'll give you a shout out if you leave comments on the YouTube channel. Uh, podcast a little bit harder, but if uh, you leave a comment, we'll uh, we'll give you a shout out as well. So have a great show for everybody today. We're going to touch on a couple of different uh, topics today. Of course, we're going to do the race results. We're going to talk about the 2022 Prism variation update. Found a few more. Kind of let everybody know what's going on. Haven't heard anything back from Panini yet, but still been doing some digging. Saw some really cool sheet metal for sale. And we'll talk about that as a collectible. And then we have some news, breaking news here from the Tops Industry Conference going on in Arizona. And then we'll finish the show with King's Court. Yeah, you didn't say Summit. Because <laughs> it's conference, <laughs> not a Summit. I guess. Right. Yeah, but you, yeah, but but subliminally, you know, I, you you might say Summit. So I shouldn't be saying that because now we're going to say it. <laughs> no, but maybe that was the conference that somebody else previously put on. I guess there was a big uh, coup to uh, take over the industry, whatever. Yeah. 
All right. Any any news nuggets you want to throw out right now? Uh, just a couple little things that I've got right now. All right, hit me. You you, you can play the music. Do 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 do. Breaking news. Um, yeah. Guess what? NT has been pushed back again. National Treasures is not coming out on the eighth of March. Go figure, because. I'm sure everybody's seen all these drivers signing cards. So, you know, there's no way they're going to have it packed out and shipped and everywhere by the 8th. So the new date is the 31st of March. So hopefully we'll get it. those are packed by hand, right? I don't know if they're packed by hand or not. They almost would, you would almost think they almost have to be as thick as they are. But I mean, who knows? Uh, That's something else we probably ought to try to find out from our friends at Panini, how they pack that out. But yeah, I don't know what I, I should say this now, but talking to, uh, I don't know who was one of the guys at the conference. They said, uh, you know, the way they put those relics and stuff in there, it's amazing. They get stuff to the right player or whatever. So that might be part of the reasons why Pete, Ro- Pete, Rose, you're right. Babe Ruth and all that other stuff got mixed around, but yeah, that was, that was not cool. So the other, the other news nugget I have, there's like I said, there's not a whole lot going on. But I did find this a little bit interesting. I'm not familiar with Front Stretch, but whoever Front Front Stretch is, they caught up with Jensen Button, who was attending the NASCAR Cup Series race at Auto Club Speedway with his son. And uh, they were also, according to what they said, they were at the Bushlight Clash at the Coliseum. But anyway, they asked Jensen Button whether or not he would be interested in driving for NASCAR or driving a NASCAR race. And he said, uh, on an oval, no, probably not. But maybe you'll see me in a race someday soon, probably on a road course. So that's that's that. pretty cool. And there's Siri. And special but, guest Siri. Yes, it's special guest Siri. But, you know, Jensen Button won the F1 championship back in 2009. And he was also announced as part of NASCAR's and Hendrick Motorsports' Motorsports garage 56 initiative last month he's going to pilot the team's highly modified chevrolet camaro that ought to be interesting seeing a camaro uh you know at le mans but anyway uh he's going to be driving along with jimmy johnson and mike rockenfeller in the 24 hours of le mans in june so that'll be interesting to watch but it'd be cool if jensen button came over and did some road courses uh in in cup that would be really really neat Love to see some F1 guys in NASCAR. Yep. But, you know, I just see this big, this. Thank you, Siri. <laughs> like this big uh, fight coming here with escalation of NASCAR and the Chicago road course and F1 with more races in the U.S. So it'd be pretty cool. So we'll see. Plus, we won't talk about it now, but you know, there's stuff in the works here in the next few years. I think F1 is real has its eye on the U.S. So. Yeah, I think so. Well, we're going to have three races this year, I think. So there you go. But yeah, that's all the news I've got. So carry on. All right. Let's go to the race results. Camping. Why do I have Camping World Truck Series? It's not. It's Craftsman Truck Series race number one. That was Daytona. They were off, but they are back racing this week. Victoria's Voice Foundation 200 at no. Yeah, Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Yes. Friday, March 3rd at 9 p.m. Friday night race. Mm-hmm. So be prepared for that. Xfinity race number two 
That was the Production Alliance Group 300. That was Saturday, February 26th at Auto Club Speedway, Fontana, California. John Hunter Nemechek was our winner. Highest finishing rookie was Chandler Smith at position four. If I remember right, highest finishing rookie last week was at position four. Rookies are doing good. And Xfinity, they sure are. Mm-hmm. Also with John John Hunter Nima check that name might sound familiar because he's been went to the cup level came back down was in truck this year he's in Xfinity so I think he's you know he's he was and when he was in cup he was in a lower level team and you know competing with some of the the big three back then and then went down the truck to, to you know to win and which he did and so he's got a ride with with uh, Xfinity so his cards 2016 in the what I love one of the series releases I love because of some of this is the 2016 Panini certified that's the graded card there to the left with all the mirror parallels also with certified potentials signatures also in 2016 Panini Prism, there's fire suit fabrics. Yes, Prism had relics in it in 2016. Mm-hmm. There's also driver signatures, which you'll see there to the right. That's the blue version. No base for John Harnucek in Prism. There is a, a base in Panini Torque with the parallels there, printing plates, test proofs, and Torque, there are combo material signatures, and there's only two versions of that, and they're numbered 49 and 25, so they're kind of tough to find. But I think John Hunter Nemechek is on the move here. So, yeah, I think he's poised to come back and maybe when Truex or somebody else retires or whatever happens at Joe Gibbs Racing, I think he may be stepping into one of those rides. Well, there'll be some vacancies coming here in the next few years, so. Mm-hmm. Between John Hearn and Imachek. No, you're right. Martin Truex Jr., Denny Hamlin. So, you know, these guys are getting older and retiring soon here. So, but anyway, yeah, I think he's definitely on his way back up to Cup. So, long, I think he's a good long term play. Plus, you know, the guy's really super talented. So, yeah, he is. He comes from a, a long line of racers. So, mm hmm. I like his autograph, how he does the, the JH. He does the J and then he does a a line and then of course he crosses it with the 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 h with the part of the j so i think that's pretty cool how he does that that's 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 uh smrt <laughs> well you know what i we've been looking at autographs you know for a long time i i definitely you know appreciate some of that thought that goes into just signing their name you know as opposed to just a, a symbol or initial or whatever so or just a scribble like ty freaking gibbs <laughs> yeah there's another one i was thinking of here but i i, I drew a blank so well anyway. i mean let's face it um gosh lewis hamilton God, i couldn't even think of it for a second that's terrible lewis hamilton's signature is not all that great now it's it's kind of a kind of a bleh, bleh, bleh. brandon jones was who i was thinking of yeah oh yeah he yeah well i mean a lot of them are like that now because again you know we've, we've talked about it before you know, they're not teaching cursive anymore for the most part. And these people, these kids today have no idea how to write their name or in cursive. So that's, that's pretty bad. Well, part of that is, I and I saw the photo for somebody that tweeted out where they were signing 
cards for tops, whatever. And there was like stacks and stacks of cards. And they're like, okay, now I understand. You know, I, I give them a little more leeway when they just sign whatever. You know, some of them they just signed it. I don't know who it was that signed like an X. <laughs> so, yeah, I always thought that was would be Yao Ming's signature, just an X. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, yeah. Next race. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, Chandler Smith. He is in 2021. His rookies first cards. He's in Dunrus Signatures, and then he is in. 2021 Panini Chronicles, and we need to play that song. He's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that's, we said the official NASCAR radio buttload. <laughs> <laughs> so he's in Chronicles Base. He's in got Chronicles Autographs. He's in Obsidian Score, Score Autograph, Select, Select Autograph, Spectra. So, and then he's in, in National Treasures in 2021. Uh, that would actually be a pretty cool one to get because there's oh it's numbered to 25 or less for those parallels. So I got to do an asterisk for that one. That one might be a good one to grab. And then he has 2021 Panini Prism. He has a base card and with all the colors of the rainbow. Mm-hmm. And then also with signing sessions. Uh, these have been hard to find information on. I don't know how those were distributed. I don't think they were on the official checklist. So I don't know if that was one of the ones that were sneaky and got as a redemption, but I have been able to verify there's a gold blue prism, Carolina blue scope, a white sparkle and rainbow prism. No, uh, no poop brown emoji. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot, a lot of Chandler Smith. So, yeah. Uh, and I think he, he was moving up from the truck, so he's working now in Xfinity. He's another one that's working his way up. All righty, moving over to the Cup. That was race number two, and that was the Pelo Casino 400. That was Sunday, February 26th, Auto Club Speedway. <laughs> and that was the early race <laughs> because yeah. of all the rain and stuff. Xfinity was later. But Kyle Busch won that race. Highest finish rookie was Ty Gibbs. And I don't know if you're going to say it or not, but I was kind of blown away when he got out of the car and the announcer was talking to him and everybody was cheering for him. But you know what? We called that because we talked about the fact that he's moving to Childress is going to win him some fans. And it did because everybody loves Childress because of Dale Earnhardt Sr., so, you know, we talked about that. I don't know if you remember that, but we did talk about that. I, I remember talking about it, but I don't. I, it, I just didn't realize. I mean, it was like night and day. Yes. I mean, it wasn't like, oh, some booze, some cheering. I didn't hear any booze. It was. Yeah, they were they were cheering him. I, I couldn't believe it. And, you know, two races in, he's won. And I'm wondering. So we've been doing cards for a long time, right? You can have the greatest stats in the world, but if you know the fans aren't behind you or they're not collectible, then you know your values are kind of, I guess, mediocre or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering now if that will translate to people willing to collect Kyle Busch now. I, I mean, I see Logano as that, right? Logano is very good, but I don't see a lot of people like, hey, I, you know, I PC Logano, right, or whatever. 
you have some, but mm-hmm. so if you PC Logano, there's nothing that about that. But you know, there's a perception of there's just drivers that people love, no matter what the results, and there's others that you know either personality or whatever. It just for whatever the the values with the cars, it happens in baseball and other stuff too, where they're just not the values or the collectability is not there compared to you know somebody who might have better stats, whatever. Does that make any sense? I don't know if you can. No, no, no. I no. You're 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 spot on. I agree with exactly what you're saying. I mean, it's like it, like you said, it was like night and day with him. I think, I think the fact that he moved to Childress is going to help him. You know, in the hobby for sure, his popularity is going to increase. And, you know, and, and we've seen that already in some of the cards that are out there. Like, what was it? That was the two that 2004. You, I forget what what card that was. You tweeted me that was sold. I think on Four Sharp Corners. I can I can look at oh, it. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So it was a 2004 press pass. I think it was the variation. So the the base has a variation, and it was a PSA 10. It was like 280 something dollars. Yeah yeah it was a 2000. Yeah it was. Uh, I'm I'm looking at it on my phone right now. Uh, it was a PSA 10, and it's a pop one. There's only one of these, and it's the one with the with the grandstands visible in the back, and. Uh, it went for two hundred twenty-eight dollars and fifty-one cents. So that tells me right there that uh, he's on the move. I think. Well, he and he's got all the stats right before. Oh, yeah. We said he's probably one of the you know best drivers we have right now. But with, he's only with, fifteen away from tying Dale Earnhardt Sr. Wow! Think about <laughs> and it. He's going to do that in Childress. That's pretty going to be epic, dude. Oh, can you imagine that? He's. I, I honestly think you know. I know we hadn't talked about the race itself yet, but talking about Kyle Busch. I honestly think that coming out of the gate in the second race and winning, and you got to think, he he won he won the Daytona 500, but he didn't win the Daytona 530 because he was the leader at, la- at at on the last you know that last lap, but they were under caution and had right. to go you know into overtime. So he was the winner of the Daytona 500, but he was not the winner of the Daytona 530. So and he did really well in the mm-hmm. Clash. Yeah, he did well in the clash. He's going to be a force to be reckoned with this year. Uh, you know, I'm not going to go out on a huge limb and say he's going to win, you know, eight, ten races, but I think he's going to win at least four or five races this year. Because you know, last year that 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 eight car was coming on with with Tyler Reddick. Uh, Tyler Reddick won some races in it later on later in the season. So if they've already got this kind of mojo this early in the season coming over to this new team, watch out. He's going to be a force to be reckoned with. So you were saying that, and it made me think of, let's wind it back, when he got let go from Hendrick and went to Gibbs. Mm -hmm. And he had a chip on his shoulder that he had something to prove. And we we went back and looked at the stats of when he made that conversion, and his numbers just went, you know, totally night and day. So if – Kyle Bush has that same chip on his shoulder and has something to prove because you know he wants to, you know, uh, send that spe- COD over there to Joe Gibbs Racing. So mm-hmm. you got rid of me for Ty freaking Gibbs. I'm going to show you. <laughs> exactly. So um, I think he's going to win a lot this year. I think I think they're well on their way. I'm, I'm he could win the championship this year. Who knows? But I actually picked him before the race to win. Cause I asked everybody on Twitter who they thought and who their pick was. And I said, I'm picking Kyle Bush and there he won, man. Killer. So Kyle Bush, his cards got some slides up here. 
He has the XRC, that 2002 Choice Racing Stars. That's kind of an honorable mention. That wasn't in any packs or anything. I think that was like a something they sold at one of the lower tracks or whatever. I think Reed Sorison is in that set as well. So the big cards most folks are chasing are the 2004. We got the Press Pass Optima there. The 2004 Press Pass Kyle Busch. And that's with the two versions with the infield and track in the background. And then I think it's just the infield. Yeah, that that one right there is before they recognize the versions because you'd see it doesn't have it on there. That, that's my card, actually. So there's actually a pop two of those, but I'd have to send that back into PSA to get them to recognize the version. Because I think that's the regular version. It's not the yeah. variation. Yeah, the grand, yeah, well, this is the grandstands in the background. Yeah. And then there's another version with, I think it's just the infield's green. Yeah. And then also with the press pass, the stealth and the wheels, high gear and track side. A lot of Kyle Bush in 2004 with the parallels, autographs. There's even top prospect memorabilia in press pass base. So a lot of, a lot of 2004. I think he's going to, it's going to, I think we might see something here on these. We'll see how they do. But like I said, we've seen some movement already. And of course, 2004 is almost 20 years old, right? Yeah. He's been around a long time. You know, I I say, oh, 2004. And I'm like, you know, trying to find wax. You know, that's like 18 year old wax. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, to me, it doesn't seem like it's that long ago. But then when you start counting the years, I mean, like I said, that's 19 years ago. Jeez, <laughs> it's going by quick, dude. I'm, I'm, no, I'm I totally agree. I was thinking, like, with baseball, like, you know, who's that? Who's in 2004? You know, who, or football and and or basketball and these rookies. So it's like, and we all know that NASCAR doesn't have the print run that these other sports do. So absolutely not. And that's kind of be- the best way to pull your PSA 10 or have a shot at PSA 10, anyway. But mm-hmm. like I said, I was like expecting some boos and some cheers but i didn't hear a boo uh, you know talking about these cards the other day i saw a 2004 wheels high gear kyle bush and it it, at first glance i mean it was centered very very well which we know these things are not well centered then i zoomed in on it and it had uh, like the upper left corner was like really bad it's like dang it's too bad yeah they're, they're notoriously off center so yeah and then our highest finishing rookie, Ty Gibbs, position 16. We've talked about him quite a bit last year. 2020, Panini Chronicles, Crusade, Phoenix, Score, Spectra, and the 2020 Panini Prism scripted signatures. There's an unnumbered version, and then everything is 99 or less for Ty Gibbs. So, Next race, race number three. Pennzoil 400, Las Vegas Motor Speedway, Sunday, March 5th at 3.30 p.m. Formula One, our first race, is also Sunday, March 5th at 10 a.m. That's the Baran Grand Prix. And also IndyCar Series, first race, Firestone Grand Prix of St. Petersburg, Sunday, March 5th, 12 p.m. So this is how Sunday is going to work. We got three races. We have F1 in the morning here on the East Coast, 10 a.m. 
And we switch on over to the Firestone Grand Prix of St. Petersburg at noon. And then we cap it off with Pennzoil 400 and Las Vegas Motor Speedway at 3.30 p.m. You know, when you were talking about that, I was thinking about monster trucks. Sunday, 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 be there. <laughs> <laughs> I got to work on my announcer voice. So. <laughs> yeah, you need to be able to do this. It's a new truck record. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, let's keep on moving here. We uh, already right. in. We're already in. And <laughs> I'm the king of derailment. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, no, you and me both. Okay. 2022 Prism Variations. Got a small update. Haven't heard anything back from Panini. I don't know if they know. So, but... What I will tell you is 101s, <laughs> yeah, they can be found with it. This autograph is guaranteed in America. So it looks like all of the 101s possibly. Okay, so let's go gold. Numbered out of 10. Yep. Can't Ding. find anything that doesn't have the autograph is guaranteed by Panini America. So it's possibly all 101s. All gold, possibly all disco, which is numbered out of 75. The only cards that I can find with variations are the orange reflective with and without. Yeah, and look at the color difference of the white. Well, you, you have to kind of take it because it could have been the person who was scanning these, or because I, I had to get images off of eBay. Yeah. So I don't know if that is legit with the color variation or not, but it was more to show that it's with and without. So the one ones the gold and the disco, I can't find any that don't have the autograph is guaranteed. The only place I can find this autograph is guaranteed. And without that line is the orange reactive. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to be big or not. Um, time will tell. I guess it's possible to put together an orange re reactive set with and without. So, which would be pretty interesting. And of course, there's been no sightings of the yellow. I know. I guess we talked about it. Joey must hope he didn't throw them out. I'm sure they're stuck in a closet somewhere. Yeah. I, I know that's Donruss, but, and it's optic, but it's just going on the colors and stuff and mm -hmm. having, having some, some stuff to chase with variations or whatever. That looks that looks like it for us in the orange reactive. So, well, you know, overall Panini's done pretty well without having a bunch of errors and problems. I mean, this is you know it happens. Nobody nobody's perfect. So, well, you know, as much as they're they're printing and whatever, it's just as interesting, right? It wasn't they're not wrong names or whatever. It's they because we all know how the printing process works, right? They print the fronts. And then the I hear the backs or whatever it is, and these backs were were on the wrong wrong sheets, or they didn't catch it. But it's interesting that you know some of them don't have it. So mm -hmm. that's a lot of because they're, they're I guess they're expecting a lot of autographs. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We we can only hope. <laughs> exactly. So, but that's the kind of the update on the 2022 Prism variation. Next. I saw a pretty cool auction and it's on Facebook and we've mentioned the racing warehouse before with NASCAR lends itself to multiple things to collect. And it's kind of a, 
almost a daily thing to try try to not go into another line of collectibles. So, but I saw this and I was like, man, loved it. It was Noah Gretzkin's car, the door and racing warehouse was auctioning this off on their Facebook page. And it went for $2,292. And so you can kind of barely see it in the image, but underneath her glasses and around is a, a yellow mark, so it must have been where it got a kind of a donut of the Goodyear on it. Yeah, you can see that, and also where her teeth, her mouth is, looks like it may have been like the center part of the hub or something may have hit it right there where her mouth is. See that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it looks like it would be centered up with, with that wheel. So I got a feeling that's what that is. That's pretty cool, though, man. I, 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 I thought that car was really, really a nice, a nice looking car. Yeah, totally. So Racing Warehouse, like I said, we talked about them before. Also, I noticed I got an email from Junior Motorsports that they're actually selling some sheet metal on their site. And I, I, when I went there, I think when you come in, it's like if you sign up for the newsletter, you get 15% off. So it's possible these prices, you can get a better price. But Sam Mayer raced used hood from Daytona for 800 These side panel quarter panels fenders if you want instead of getting a jacket or whatever you can get some real crew jackets crew shirts so i thought those that was always really cool autograph pit box banners those are nice wow they're they're selling everything man i mean they're they're maximizing their profitability i think (laughs) (laughs) wow you know looking at sam mayer there you know he came in second you know, last weekend. So he's getting he, closer. He's get he's gonna win. He is. I mean, he he was he was he was a half a lap away from winning at Daytona before he got wrecked, and then uh, this week he was second. So he's knocking on the door. He has got to knock that door down soon. And I think once he knocks it down, he's gonna keep on. I hear you. I totally agree. So if uh, you have a man, a man cave or whatever, and you it's got a bare wall, you can get yourself some sheet metal. Uh, I think if you go to their website as well, you can get nose cones and rear bumpers and stuff. Yep. Some sheet folks met- have sheet metal is cool. Yeah. As you can see above me. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. I've seen where people have like a table where their TV's on, and then they have the front of a truck there as well. So it's really cool. It's sticking out. That's so cool. <laughs> you let your imagination run, run wild. So, so if you weren't aware, aware of that, there are some other things uh, that might be interested in for your man cave. So, I'd love to see some race used sheet metal cards from Noel Gregson's car. From that, I think that'd be neat. But who knows if they were able to get any? You know, I don't. I don't know how Panini, how hard they're trying to get that kind of stuff right now. Uh yeah, that kind of leads me into the next segment because I, I don't. Sometimes I feel like they're doing bare minimum, but again, you know, this is our primary sport, but over at Panini, I'm sure it's not their primary sport. They're, they're big money makers or other sports, but I wish, uh, maybe they had some folks, you know, dedicated to help, but I did see Greg Alding is going to be sponsored by Panini America. So for a few races. Yeah, I saw that. That's, uh, that's going to be nice. You know, remember back in the press pass days when, they had somebody that went down to the teams, like I think every 
was it every month or I was wanting to say week, but I think it was every month to collect tires and sheet metal and, uh, you know, fire suits. I mean, everything uh, from the teams because, you know, because they were under contract to them to provide a certain amount of things. But I think they went like every every month at least to go get stuff. And I don't know. I don't know that Panini's doing that, especially as far away as they are. I'm sure that's that's an they- it, they do. They still do. They have one of the guys from Press Pass that the folks from Panini know, and so he goes out and gets that. I don't know how often he's doing that because I don't mm-hmm. imagine, you know, they don't have only a few products coming out a year, or so I would imagine they don't need to go every week. Like you know, Press Pass produced two or three times the number of products a year or so. Yeah. But speaking of, uh, saw this. Image the other day kind of piqued my interest. A friend of the show and also big F1 collector, Ivan Lovegren. So give him all the shout outs for this. And he was at or is at the Tops Industry Conference. And previously last year, they had exclusive where they had F1 Chrome. And so this year, it looks like they have... I don't know if it's Chrome or, or base. It uh, it's I'm looking at the image. It's hard to say. It, I mean, it almost has that that base look. But you notice the borders around those cards are different different colors. But I think that's just because of the actual. It actually design. look white. So I think the Chrome would be more gray silver. Yeah, it'd be more be more shiny. Yeah, and so. Last year, he was comparing that the conference, they did two packs per welcome gift, three cards a pack for six cards. There were 20 card. It was a 20 card checklist estimated to be less than 250 attendees. You can do the math there. Print runs less than 75 a piece of each driver. This year, he's seen he's seen a badge as high as 312 and three packs per welcome gift. And he's expecting the print run closer to be about 150 per car. So, you know, double the print run, which probably is not, you know, that that off base, right? Because the Tops Conference, if you're interested, is something that you can register for. As you can see, it's from February 26th to the 28th this year. It's going to be in Arizona. And there's an early bird, I guess, $400 or regular pricing of 450 depending on when you register so this is something to maybe mark your calendars for if you're interested in going next year kind of you know marking the calendars in december to start looking and you would get this from tops their website and then some of the information about it so the 2023 conference the information they have there is hobby customers please join us in arizona at Chase Field to learn about best practices to expand your industry knowledge and grow your current success. Conference speakers will include sports and entertainment industry experts across various fanatics, collectibles, properties, guest speakers to teach sustainable growth, special appearance, offsite activities, and a Q&A with tops executives. Yeah, I wonder if Kevin O'Neill was there. I'm sure he was. I'd like to think he would be, especially since he's from Charlotte. So that's one of the things I have not gone to. Maybe next year we should do the show from there. 
that would be awesome to do. I'd, I'd have to save up. I mean, going to going to the nationals already a pretty big load on me to save up and get all get ready for that. But yeah, who knows? I mean, that's that's in more and you know into February, so you know it, it may be doable. Well, I like the fact that you know Tops has these giveaways, right? They did two giver giveaways. Well, I guess three. They did the industry conference. They did Miami Grand Prix, United States Grand Prix with the cards. This year they have the industry conference. So there's you know extra little chase for folks F1. Mm-hmm. I like that. I I wish Panini would follow suit with them and do at least maybe something at the first and last race, maybe the Daytona 500 and then do something at the end of the year. That would be sweet. <laughs> and it's just a track giveaway. It's, it's not available anywhere else unless you go to the race. I don't know if we talked about it or not, but tops now is continuing the F1. So you have that as well this year. So lots of stuff for the F1 collector this year. Mm-hmm. It's 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 good to be an F1 collector, and especially with prices coming down, it's it's awesome. Speaking of that, that, speaking of that, today I had a lunch with a customer today, and there was a Target right down the street. So I said, I'm just gonna pop into Target, see what's up, and guess what was up? They had Tops 2022 flagship blaster boxes, and nice. 24 24.99. I knew I knew I had missed them because I have checked and checked and checked and checked. I knew you didn't miss them either. I tried to tell you that. And, and so they, they've just come out late. But the thing I don't like about these, I looked at the odds, which I, don't, I doubt very seriously you're going to be able to see the odds. It's probably not going to focus in. But there's no memorabilia. Wow, nothing. I was going to say, I think it said chance of autograph getting hit by lightning. Yes, that's it. And you, you see this box? Actually, I didn't realize this. It looks like it's got a little whammo on the side right here. If you look at the, you can look it's at whammo. it. Little, little, it's been hit and dinged. Oh, gotcha. Little whammo on the box. So I'm oh, going to. Yes. When it's, when it hits, when this podcast um, video hits Thursday, Friday, uh, my Walmart get theirs on Friday. So I'm hoping to make a visit here on Friday. So we'll see. I used to pick up one or two or something to open. Yeah, I picked up. They had four. Uh, so I bought all the, every single one they had. I'm going to do some videos, so I'm going to open these up. So it'll be fun. I, I, I've been wanting these just so I could make videos and have some fun with them. So here we go. Cool. Here we go. All right. I think that's it for the segments we had other than King's Court. Well, it's time to cue that music, dude. Okay, so in this week's King's Court, you know, I've been adding a lot of honorable mentions lately, so I figured I'd add this one just because you just don't see these cards very often. This was on the 24th of February, and it's a 1986 Dale Earnhardt Sr. Sports Star Photographics. It's graded, and of course, these things don't always grade that great, but it's a PSA 7. And they had a starting bid of $225. They had one bid and somebody went click and bid and bought it. 
So that's pretty strong, I think, for a PSA 7, 225 bucks. Well, I was going to say, I, I think that's a decent price because we know how rare they are. It's oddball size. And, you know, 7 is still near mint. So. Yep. I mean, and, uh, there, a, that was a super short print. It was a super short print and it's highly desirable. It's, and you know, if you don't have one in your collection, man, you ought to try to find, find one while they're still halfway affordable, because I'm afraid in the near future, these things are probably going to go up and I'm not selling anything to anybody. I'm just, no, 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 I, I'm not, I don't have one for sale or anything. I totally mm -hmm. agree with you how, because we know how rare they are mm -hmm. and there's variations on it. Well, there's two with and without the address. So this has got the address. But I thought that was pretty nifty. I had to put that in. I was scanning, looking for uh, oddball cards. And as I kept on going through the pages, I saw that one. I went, oh, that's, I, I can't leave that one out. Yeah, they're tough to find. So cool card. It's like on everybody's list. Wallace. It is. So I think whoever picked this up for 225 did well. Yeah, they did all right. All right. So moving on to our Joker of the Week. This was on the 22nd. Of February, it's a 1952 Chocolate Le Eglon Champions Juan Manuel Fangio. It's a rookie card it's from 1952. These cards have literally been coming out of the woodwork here <laughs> recently. Uh, they're all over the place, but this one's, of course, it's ungraded. They were asking 450 bucks for this bad boy, and went for a best offer of 250 dollars. So I think. Whoever got this in today's climate, I think they did pretty well. I wish I had seen this. Uh, like I say that all the time. I wish I'd seen this, but I think I think for two fifty they did okay. Get it graded, it'll probably come back a three or four, something like that. Um, but uh, it's a cool card. I just I just I think that's a beautiful card. I really do. So I'm curious what the back looks like, but I saw an auction and it was from the chocolate. It was the binder that binder is tragic. It's from the book that these go in. So mm -hmm. there was a book and that they were glued in to the pages. Ooh. And so the person selling the Fangio had pulled it out of the book. And so you could see the rip on the, on the paper and stuff, but they had the book as well, which was really cool. Uh, they, I think they want to weigh too much money, but it was kind of interesting to say, okay, this is how kind of that was sold, right? It was the, it's the kind of the Panini sticker book that we kind of know of today. So, yeah, but it's a beautiful card. So, oh, yeah. yeah, it's very colorful with that red and everything. So, yeah, and white. So, so cool. So, uh, next up is our Jack of the Week, our young driver. This is on the 27th of February. It's a 2020 Tops F1 Formula One Christian Lungard. Hey, Ken. <laughs> yep. Hey, Ken. <laughs> It's an auto. Maybe Kim bought it for this amount of money, but uh, it actually went out for bidding. It's 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 a red refractor. It's number four of five, and uh, it went for five hundred and sixty-five dollars with twenty bids. So that's pretty strong. cool card. Yeah, but you know, look at the autograph. Scribble, scribble. Yeah. <laughs> These kids, they they cannot write their name. <laughs> they just don't know how to do it. But it's still a cool card. I, I really like that card. Um, and like I said, it's four or five. So 
pretty nice. And he's like, I think he's only like about 21, 22 years old. He's, he's just a puppy. Yeah. He's got a lot of racing ahead of him. He sure does, man. Hope Very he does nice. Well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So next up is our queen of the week. This is on the 28th of February. Natalie Decker. Man, she's been all over the place here lately. 2021 Panini Prism Racing Color Blast. Super short print. Case hit. They were asking. That's a nice. That's actually a pretty cool card. I, I, I like that card. But they were asking $475. And they settled on a best offer of $400. <laughs> for that wow. card. That's strong, man. That's a lot of money for Natalie Decker, who's never won a major NASCAR Touring Series race. So, but people like her, and it is a cool card. So, you know, whoever got it, congrats to them. Uh, I I think they may have paid a little too much for that, but that's just my opinion. That goes back to what I was talking about with Kyle Busch, right? So, (laughs) you have folks that collect and you know they might not have the results but they're more collectible than somebody who has a bunch of results so yep because you could have bought that that cow that 2004 kyle bush rookie card psa 10 for less than what you paid for this but like i said it's it's personal preference i'm not i'm not here to judge i'm not here to tell people how to collect or what to collect because we all do it differently but still it's pretty cool so i like i do like that card because i haven't I don't think I have ever pulled a color blast out of any product. Me either. And I have opened a lot of stuff and just no bueno. Nothing. All right. All right. So moving on King of the week. And for the fourth week in a row, drum roll. It's another Dale Earnhardt 88 max. This was on the 27th of February. It's a 1988 max. Number 99, Dale Earnhardt, rookie promo SP, PSA 10. They were asking $1,999. Wow. And it went for a best offer of $1,800. Oh, nice. So, you know, that's down from the one we saw a couple weeks ago that was $2,100. Right. Uh, And then the the one we had last week, I think, was the nine was six. 650 whatever it was something like that yep so but this card continues to be popular um i know it's kind of like rinse and repeat here's another one and maybe people getting tired of seeing these but i think it's i think it's it's king's court worthy uh because it's such a special card and uh it's a legit card of course and i looked at that cert number it's not the same cert as the one we had two weeks ago so it's a different one Gotcha. Well, but, we said, you know, it's a grail card. So it on the Mount Rushmore of racing cards. Definitely. And uh, as Dr. Beckett would say, it's a, it's, it's a NASCAR glamor card. Yep. So. Shout out to Dr. Beckett. Yep. All right. So uh, moving on to our ACE of the week, our one of one. It is, this one actually was on the 27th. Of February, a lot of stuff on the 27th. This is a Zhao Guan Yu, I believe that's a Guan Yu. I, I I know I butcher some of these names, but it's a uh, one of one black Ray Wave r- rookie from 2022 Tops Chrome. 
they were asking 1800 bucks for this card wow and they settled on a best offer of eleven hundred dollars <laughs> wow we yikes yeah wow so maybe somebody in china bought it who knows well i'm gonna say for the low number in f1 the prices are still there yeah yeah I mean, for the low number not, stuff because yeah, this is card 66 is not like low number where it's a driver card or whatever so hey maybe they're working on the 101 set for that driver so anyway that's that's pretty nice that's a good i, I like price. the way those cards look i think those black ray wave cards are and that's only i think exclusive to the light boxes if i remember right uh i'm not gonna lie because i don't know okay <laughs> But yeah, it's a cool card. Congrats to whoever got it. Yeah. Uh, big money there, 1100 bucks. And congratulations to the new owner. So go Zal. Yep. It's Zal and Hal. <laughs> All right. So our last card of the week is our Royal Flush. This was on the 23rd of February. It's a 2020 Topps Chrome F1 number six, Max Verstappen. Wow. The printing plate. Whoa, we, we don't have many printing plates across our pass on uh King's Court, so anyway, of course, it's a one on one. Needless to say, it's the black one. Which, if, I, if I'm going to get a printing plate, that's the one I want is the black one because you see more details and stuff on that than any right. other colors. But the, <laughs> this is one of those fishing things, in my opinion. Uh, they were asking $19,999.99, so they were like. Maybe somebody will just go click and buy it, but it still went for pretty big money. Uh, they accepted a best offer of $9,500. $9,500. Yes, 9500 wow. bucks for that thing. And it's just authentic. It's not even graded or anything. But Yeah, I just noticed that. It's uh, it's authentic. And $10 for shipping. Oh, don't even get me started on that. <laughs> we feel the same on that. <laughs> wow, almost ten grand. Yep, for uh, that... $20. It is 2020 though. No, no, you're right. So 2020, it's card number six. It is his, you know, that card in the series. So mm -hmm. that's uh, really impressive. Uh, yeah, we, so, we'll talk so about that. it. And you know, when we talk 10 years or 20 years from now, 2020 is still going to be kind of the first tops F1 Chrome's release. Yep. So. That's pretty cool. Like I said, we don't have very many printing plates pop up here on King's Court, but this was the highest priced card of the of the weeks, or, or if you want to call it a card, <laughs> the highest priced printing plate of the week. But still, it's really cool. It's it is a one one, so that's that's awesome. I, I like that a lot, uh, especially since it's out of twenty twenty. I don't know that I have ninety five hundred dollars laying around. <laughs> I I can spend on it, but still pretty cool. Yeah, very cool. All right. Well, that's it for this week's King's Court. Well, thank you, Logan. That was uh, pretty awesome. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Really groovy. Well, I think that's we all we have for the today's show. Go ahead. <laughs> Hashtag skid marks, top freaking Gibbs. Thank you very much. Again, Sunday, a lot of races going on. And uh, again, for me and Logan, we appreciate you watching, listening to the show. Please like subscribe share the podcast with your friends the, the video 
we'd appreciate it very much. I try to grow the show here. So, but for me and Logan, thanks again. And we will catch you next week. We're out of here.